The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome back to the next Big Idea Daily. I'm your host, Michael Kovnett. Today, we're going to hear some big ideas from Dan Ariely. Dan is a big thinker. Originally from Israel, he's a professor of psychology and behavioral economics at Duke University, and he's written a number of best-selling books, including his latest, Misbelief, What Makes Rational People Believe Irrational Things. You know how other people believe in conspiracies, but not you, right? Other people have crazy ideas about COVID or Trump, but not you, right? Well, Dan's here to tell you that irrational thinking isn't someone else's problem, it's yours too. Here's Dan to share some of his big ideas. It all started in July 2020, when I get an email from somebody I once knew, and she tells me, Dan, what happened to you? How have you changed? I didn't think I changed that much, so I asked her, how did I change? And she wrote me back a list of links. I will not describe all of them, but one of them had a video of me laying injured in my hospital bed, which is true. And then it described how my injury got me to hate healthy people, how that got me to join Bill Gates and the Illuminati in the COVID pandemic in an attempt to try and kill as many healthy people as possible using the virus and the vaccines and to control people and so on. That day started a journey that had multiple stages. I had a stage in which I tried to defend myself. I had a stage in which I understood that I'm going to fail. And then I had a long stage of about two years of trying to understand the psychology of misbelief. And this is really what this book is about. It starts from the idea that fundamental changes in our beliefs are not created for nothing. They are a reaction to something. What is this thing and what is this process? This is what this book is all about. I'm sure like me, you all have people close, more close, less close, but people in your life that during the last few years, have changed your beliefs in some fundamental ways. In fact, perhaps so fundamental that it's very hard for you to look at them and see the person that you just saw. In fact, if you think about it, when we see somebody else who likes the color green or the color orange or whatever, uh, we still see them as human beings. We don't think something is wrong with them. But when somebody has such fundamental different views than ours, when they don't see the world that we do, when they see dangers in places we don't, when they see conspiracies where we don't, where they see uh, no trust where we think trust should be placed, this makes it hard for us to look at them and, and think that we're of the same species. But we are of the same species, and they just went through this process, a very interesting, important, and frightening process. Why frightening? Because as a society, the more people go down the funnel of misbelief, Uh, the less trust we have, the less cohesion we have, and the less likely we are to deal with difficult, complex challenges that are going to come in our path in the future. 
So what is this path that I call the funnel of misbelief? There's basically four big psychological elements at play. The first one is the emotional component and stress. Now, it's not any stress. It's not, for example, oh, I'm so busy at work kind of stress. It's a stress in which we don't understand how the world is operating. We don't understand what is going on around us. And what happens is that when we don't understand what is going on around us, there's a need, a deep psychological need, to come up with a story that explains things. Even if you show people a bunch of white and black dots, what is called white noise, and you stress them out, the people who are stressed out are more likely to see patterns in this white noise. So the first part of the mystery is stress. And we need to understand that when people are in a stressful situation, they have a deep need to find an answer. And they're looking for an answer. By the way, what kind of an answer? You could say, why don't they start believing God, for example? Well, it turns out that when you're looking for an answer that explains something bad that happens, for example, a pandemic or an illness or something like that, it's much easier to find a villain rather than a good force. And not only that, but people want to feel in control. They want to feel that they understand something that other people don't. So they tell themselves a rather complex story that has lots of nuances into it, but eventually it has good and evil, and they are not to blame. The second component is cognitive. In the cognitive world, we have these two general forces. One is a bias search. We look at the information that is going to confirm our hypothesis. When we look online, we don't look at search terms that would disconfirm our hypothesis. We look at things that would show us that we are correct. And the second part is called motivated reasoning. That's the part where we are bending reality. If you think about bias search, there's the whole world of information around us, but we only look at the part of it. Which parts? The part that we think will confirm our hypothesis. The second part, the second cognitive part, the part that has to do with motivated reasoning means that we not only just look in a biased way, but we can actually bend reality. We can actually find the answers that we want to find. The next component is personality. And personality is important because uh, not everybody is as likely to go down the funnel of misbelief. We all have some potential of going down this funnel. We all have a potential of losing trust in all kinds of institutions, but some people are more likely than others. And to illustrate this personality part, I'll tell you one story. And this is a story about alien abductees. I don't know if you know, but there are some people who believe that they were abducted by aliens. How does that happen? How do people come to believe that? Well, it turns out that when we sleep, when we have REM sleep, our brain not only submits instructions to the body, fly, run, pull your sword, save the princess, all kinds of things like that. The brain also paralyzes the body to some degree. The brain submits these instructions, but also make sure that they don't get carried out. And that's why when we sleep in a REM sleep, we don't move and follow those instructions. This is called sleep paralysis. Now, it turns out that a small part of the population, some people estimate about 8% of the people, wake up 
while still in sleep paralysis. I don't know if it happened to you, but ask around and some of your friends and family will tell you that it happened to them. And 8% of the people wake up feeling paralyzed. And then it takes a few seconds, sometimes 30 to 60 seconds, and this paralysis goes away. Now, from these 8 or so percent of people who have sleep paralysis, not everybody starts believing that they were abducted by aliens. What happened? How come some people believe that and some people don't? Well, it turns out that some interesting personality traits that make it more likely. For example, imagine that I gave you a set of words, orange, apple, banana, and then we wait a few minutes. And then I ask you, hey, did the word apricot, did it appear in that list? If you wrongly say, yes, it appeared, and also watermelon and so on, you have a particular kind of faulty memory, which is you remember things that were not there because they fit the general structure. I gave you names of fruit. Do you remember fruit that I didn't say? Do you generalize the phenomenon? And it turns out that people who have this kind of faulty memory, people who remember things that belong in principle but were not actually in the set, are more likely to develop the belief that they were abducted by aliens. And you can see how it works. You wake up, you have sleep paralysis, you add details, you add to the picture, you remember later even more details and so on, and eventually you believe in the only possible explanation for everything you experienced, and that's that you had been abducted by aliens. Of course, this is not the end of the story. And this kind of faulty memory is not the only personality trait. There are many others. These are people who believe more in their intuitions, uh, people who believe in magical ideation, uh, reverse causality, and actually narcissists. And then we have the final component, which is social. Now, we usually, when we think about social, we think about social media. And of course, social media is part of the story but it's not the whole story. And the social component is actually incredibly important and it, it reflects lots of what social psychologists have shown over the years. And, and I'll give you just a couple of, of examples from this. The first part is what is called ostracism. And the person who started this research, Kip, uh, describes the following story. He walks with his dog in the park And as he walks by, two people are playing frisbee. And by mistake, the frisbee falls next to his legs. He picks it up and he throws it to them. And the three of them start throwing it to each other for a while. He did not know these people. He didn't come to play with them. But he became one of the people playing with them. They play for a few minutes, the three of them. And then the other two people stop throwing the frisbee to him. He stands there waiting for a few seconds, and he feels terrible. He feels that, why don't they want to play with him? Now, of course, they did not know him. They didn't come to play with him and so on. But he felt quite bad about being rejected, ostracized in this way. And since then, he's been doing lots of experiments showing the effect of ostracism and how badly it influences people. It influences well-being, it influences uh, hopefulness for the future, Uh, influences, collaboration, all kinds of things like that. We have a deep need to belong. Imagine we were at dinner and I made the suggestion that maybe the earth is flat. And you made fun of me. 
Well, maybe you would think that your comment is just a little funny, but maybe I would experience it as much more aversive than you intended to. And maybe I would feel ostracized. I would feel rejected from the group. And if this happened again, maybe I would look for a group of people who wanted to see the world in the same way that I did. In any case, you can see how social cohesion, when it gets people to want to find people who are more like them. And the big picture in all of this, of course, is not just a funnel of misbelief. It's not just about the change we make. It's the implications from it. And the implications from it are quite dire for society. Think about how much society relies on trust. It's like fish in water. Fish don't notice the water, so they say, because they're all around. Trust is the same. Trust is all around us, and because of that, we don't often notice how big and important its effect is on our behavior. But the reality is that people who go down the funnel of misbelief lose trust. And they pay price, and we as a society paying a price. Thank you, Dan. I mean, I'm pretty sure my beliefs are all correct, but I guess I'll think a little harder about it. Friends, if you're open to thinking a little harder about your own beliefs, run out and get yourself a copy of Misbelief at your favorite bookstore. And if going to a bookstore sounds like a hassle, why not join the Next Big Idea Club? Our curators pick the best nonfiction books of the year, and we mail them right to your door. It's easy, fun, and it might just make you a little smarter. Go to nextbigideaclub.com to check it out. Tomorrow, we're going to hear from Ari Wallach, who wrote a book called Long Path, Becoming the Great Ancestors, Our Future Needs, an antidote for short-termism. Ari is going to help us do a little long-term thinking, and we could all afford to do that. I'm Michael Kavnet. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow.